0: Well hello hello, welcome to a new episode of The Daily, Uh, wherever you're at, thanks so much for tuning in, I hope uh, that uh, you are well rested, that you are ready to take on a brand new day this morning. Well it's been really interesting uh, this past weekend, uh, meeting together as a church, uh, where we are meeting yet not meeting all at the same time, Uh, by that I mean our online gathering, First of all, thanks so much for tuning into that. I think I saw uh, at one point we had about ninety uh, unique uh, viewers, uh, and so some of them would have uh, multiple people um, viewing on one device uh, all at the same time. And so I think a whole chunk of you actually tune in for our first stream. And so uh, I want to encourage you for uh, as long as we can keep, uh, as long as we have to keep. Uh, this kind of church format going, that you would be faithful in tuning in to showing up uh, on time. I think it's so important for us to maintain a regular rhythm of showing up to things uh, on time, uh, and also to uh, maintain this sense of commitment to God's house, even though we're not physically showing up So my encouragement to you is that don't just think of it as like, a okay, you know, I can pop on the stream maybe later in the day. But really set aside uh, this couple hours, like 10am to 12, as sacred time dedicated to the Lord. I think, you know, you can communicate value for people, for God. Through uh, the separation of things, through consecrating things. I think that's a biblical concept there. Consecrating time, consecrating uh, things, consecrating yourself. And so I want to encourage you to consecrate that time as sacred time. Uh, There'll be a bunch of options uh, that you can entertain, right? Go for brunch, go for uh, workout class, go for all these things. But I want to encourage you as your pastor to stay consistent with showing up to church. Now, I received the news of the new measures uh, that the government proposed uh, on Friday night at 8 p.m. Now, I have my own opinions on uh, when news and measures should come up. I really, really think that it's not super helpful for measures to come out at Friday. In the evening when churches are meeting on Saturdays and Sundays but that's my own personal peeve and so uh, in the evening I receive all these measures and to make a really tough call of suspending our physical gatherings and moving our church uh, online and at that point I'm super thankful for the advances in technology that we actually get to still meet we still get to have uh, church whatever your idea of church is uh, you know, I'm so thankful, you know, and in, in many ways, we were saved by <laughs> the, the screen, we were saved by uh, technology, we are saved by uh, all these online platforms, and we still get to have uh, some measure of church. But, you know, at the same time, I'm really conflicted in my heart, right? And many of you have heard me talk about this uh, really, really often, uh, that, you know, I, I love that, I love technology, don't get me wrong, I'm not... Uh, you know, a a purist. It's not like I'm not on any of of the social media. I I am. But at the same time, you know, I'm really, really deeply concerned of the values that uh, might be inculcated uh, in this time as we move into a more convenient an accessible kind of church, if you know what I'm saying, that church is so easy to, to get to now. Uh, I don't even have to leave my home, I don't have to even have to leave my room, uh, and I get to be in quote-unquote church. It's so easy, so accessible, and uh, I think there's a lot to celebrate there, but uh, at the same time, I'm so concerned with uh, values that we might pick up uh, in this time where we begin to value convenience and accessibility, and start to lose some of the intri- intrinsic and vital aspects of a faith. Things like sacrifice, things like going the extra mile, stuff like that, you know, that I feel that uh, we ought to uh, be wary of. But, you know, I, I titled this podcast really interestingly, you know, I titled it Saved by the Screen, but not Slaves to the Screen. Because I recognize in this time where we're given a bit more margin, where we are staying, some of us staying at home, where we have like a lot of free time on our hands. And it's really easy for us to defer to the screens. That means like more social media time, more time watching Netflix, more time, um, yeah, just utilizing our devices. And I think it's really important for us to know that in this time with this margin that we've been given, that it is a form of grace, it is a form of, uh, of freedom and liberty that has been afforded to us in this time that we are to use for the purpose of good. And so, you know, uh, I, I want to start us off with reading a passage of scripture from psalm 73 psalm 73 is a really uh interesting passage of scripture it's one of my favorites it starts off depressing but it actually becomes really really good at the end kind of like a typical korean drama right and so psalm 73 is written by uh the psalmist asaph and you know this is asaph uh in like full on lament right he is upset he is angry, he is like cheesed off, right? He starts to see uh, the enemies of God, the pagans, the ones who are sinful, prospering in all their ways and he he's just angry and vexed and he cannot understand why these things are happening, why are the wicked prospering, why are the circumstances so challenging and he's so burden, right, in this time. And then he, he goes on, you know, I, 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 I'm not going to read through the whole text because it's super, super long. Uh, and I trust that uh, you all have an active relationship with your Bible and you will read it all your time. Uh, but he goes on to say this. In verse 12, he says, Behold, these are the ungodly who are always at ease. They increase in riches. Surely, I have cleansed my heart in vain and have washed my hands in innocence. For all day long I have been plagued and chastened every morning. If I had to say, I would speak thus. Behold, I would have been untrue to the generation of the children. When I thought how to understand this, it was too painful for me. That's verse 16. But in verse 17, we see Asaph's perspective and Asaph's language and, and lament take a major shift in trajectory. He says this in verse 17, after he professed that it's too painful for me to understand what is going on and why things are happening the way they are happening. He says in verse 17, "'Until I went into the sanctuary of God, then I understood their end. Surely you set them in slippery spaces, you cast them down to destruction.'" Oh, how they are brought to desolation, as in a moment. And it goes on, and he then moves away from lament, from being fixated on the circumstances or the things around him, into a place of praise and adoration. I want to just expose uh, a theory I have, and this is my theory. Uh, Distraction will always lead to disillusionment. The more distracted you are, the more your eyes are fixed on things around you, the more you are caught up and preoccupied in lesser things, it will always lead you down the pathway of disillusionment. But notice for Asaph, right, as he entered into the sanctuary of God, now this is symbolic, uh, this is uh, imagery used to describe worship, used to describe coming to a place of the light of worship, as he put his attention on God, instead of being preoccupied with the distractions around him, it caused him to come into a place of adoration. You know, in the last verse it says of Psalm 73, it says this, But it's good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God, that I may declare all your works. Attention on God leads to adoration. Now, there will be many things, uh, especially in this time, that will distract you. As you watch the live stream on Sunday, you might do so on your computer, and you have like 15 taps going on as you listen to the worship, as you listen to the sermon. You might be on Lazada shopping for the latest deals. You might be on the stock market trying to get some uh, good deals there. You might be doing all sorts of stuff, uh, being really distracted. But my encouragement to you this moment is that, hey, consecrate the time, consecrate these moments and put your gaze and put your attention on God. I think, you know, in this time, it's so easy for our tensions to be split in multiple ways. And the the pastoral charge here is for us to consecrate moments, to consecrate times in our day where we put attention to God because that is what is going to lead us to places of adoration because anything short of that is distraction that will result in disillusionment. And there are many things that stick here, right? You know, there, that, in this time, we're talking about how do we keep healthy? How do we make sure that our immunity systems are all in check? How do we make sure that financially we are ready and capable to handle uh, any possible recessions recessions that may be coming our way how uh, we must make sure that we have enough supplies at home uh, should this happen should that happen and we are working all sorts of contingencies continuity plans for all sorts of stuff but my question to you is that in this time what is the continuity plan for your soul how Are you planning to take care of your soul in this time where we aren't able to come together in a church, in a physical space to worship God together? What is your uh, SCP, Soul Continuity Plan, for this time? And my encouragement to you is that it begins as simple as consecrating moments, times, times. Fixed times and setting it apart as a holy time and giving your wholehearted attention to God in these moments. Put away your phone, put away uh, tabs, uh, close tabs, close things that pull your attention away and fix your eyes on God. Be safe by the screen, be saved by this technology that we have access to. This is great, we get to connect this way. But don't be slaves to it. Don't let it uh, pull attention, determine your agenda, dictate your perspective. Uh, let the screens be a resource rather than uh, masters and dictators of how you live your life. Uh, That is my pastoral encouragement to you, even as you make attempts to take care of your soul and to fix your eyes, your attention, your gaze on God. Amen. So I want us to take a moment right now, uh, wherever you're at, you might be out uh, on your daily commute now, you might be at home, I want us to quieten down our hearts and close our eyes and intentionally practice eliminating distractions. Even right now, with uh, the thoughts that might be occupying your headspace, uh, your list of to-dos, you know, it might be your phone, it might be, uh, you know, various other things you have going on around you right now, I want us to put everything aside, lay aside everything, every thought, every task that is ahead of you, every device that could potentially distract you in this moment. Put it all aside. And I want us to put our attention on God and quite uh, uh, literally, you know, uh, whatever that might look like to you, enter into the sanctuary of God, just as Asaph did, coming into his presence and abiding with him in this moment. Let's take uh, some time to do so, even now. Awesome. Thanks for doing that. Well, let me pray for you even as you go about your day. God, we in this moment come to you with our hearts humble of the great grace that you've given us, that you've given us access into your presence, and we repent for when we have taken your presence and this invitation for granted, when we have prioritized other things ahead of it, when we have looked uh, to our screens instead, of being focused on your presence, where we have put uh, other things, uh, other tasks, and other events uh, ahead of of uh, of the great grace that you've given us. Lord, we repent uh, for times where we have done that. And God, we ask indeed uh, that uh, you would uh, capture our hearts once again. God, we know that you do that. You capture our hearts once again with the beauty of who you are. Even as we fix our eyes on you. Uh, Lord, uh, we devote ourselves, uh, especially in this time, to seeking your face, to pursuing you. Uh, in spite of all the options that we have, we choose you. And God, we ask that you give us the grace, the resolve, to be consistent, to stick to it. God, we ask that you will uh, even begin to meet us with a presence now. We thank you for your love, and your mercy and kindness towards us. We ask for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great day ahead of you. Uh, be blessed. We'll see you at the next episode. Grace and peace. Hey, thanks so much for tuning into The Daily Podcast. We'll have fresh new episodes out for you every weekday. If you like what you're hearing and you want to check us out, uh, you can look us up on our website, www.thecity.sg or check us out on our various social media platforms. We'll see you at the next episode. Peace. Thank you.